Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, and good evening and welcome to, that's right, the Overreaction Monday Brown Show. No, this is not a Victory Monday, it is Overreaction Monday, and oh boy, us Browns fans, we are overreacting big time. Yes, indeed, the Browns faltered, they flubbed up, they screwed up, they were desperate out there at the Mile High Stadium playing the Denver Broncos. All sorts of things fell apart for our brownies. And it is one of those overreaction Mondays that we just got to get through, Browns fans. I'm John, and I'm part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. And we love having all of you here tuning in to our Fanatical Elves Network. We can't do this without you. We need you to follow along here on YouTube, follow along on the X, download our shows on Apple, on Spotify, and support our uh, new uh, affiliate with the Fans First Sports Network. We've been around since the, uh, what, start of April, and we are gaining popularity, popularity, and your support is a big reason for that. Our downloads continue to rise. We're... 30 for 30 to 40 percent higher every month over this season and we can't we just love it so thank you so much um yeah so i'm recording tonight here back behind me you'll see an assortment of uh changed it up on you a little bit here browns fans if you if you tune in and watch our shows from the johnny cleveland podcast to the fanatical uh fanatical elves show on thursday nights uh reversed uh the, the camera here so we've got my brown stuff over there. Over, I uh, got good old Bernie Kosar back there. Yeah, Bernie and I. You know what we share? Yeah, we share a birthday. We both had a birthday this past. Uh, what day was that? The twenty fifth. And uh, happy birthday to Bernie. You know, if Bernie's listening to our podcast, I'd love to uh, chat with Bernie. Give him a shout out. Birthday. Um, he uh, was an idol of mine, an idol of many of ours, and uh, so we have him in the background there. Also, our Cleveland crew there, the Brownie uh, with the Ohio 
it was a tough week, right? For o- o- Ohioans, yeah, we lost, didn't we? To the Buck, the Buckeyes lost to that damn team up north. If you're a Bungles fan, your Bungles lost to the uh, Pittsburgh Squealers. I mean, it's just, ugh. Yeah, tough, tough going there. No, I do have the championship. What is over there? Eh, I can't point, but it's behind me. Um, we've got the uh, LeBron James bringing home the championship back in 2016. Yeah, and then a bit behind my corner here. Yeah, you see that Buffalo right there. You see that Buffalo number 21? Yep, that's that's for my uh, daughter, Mariah, Mo Money. Um, she played at the uh, University of, at Buffalo back in the day. Graduated back in 2018. That team, that 2018 team, uh, when she was a senior, made it all the way to the Sweet 16. And uh, she was here uh, visiting over the Thanksgiving holiday along with her uh, friend Matt, who we've been part of the uh, podcast on the Johnny Cleveland shows before. So I um, want to give a shout out to her. Also got a little bit of our, what did we got over here? No, there. I <laughs> uh, got the um, Browns, um, Browns backers president. Uh, football that we got back in what 2016 2017 uh, when I was the president of the Browns backers there in Wichita Kansas yeah the Oz chapter love those guys out there if you ever traveling through Wichita don't know how many of you are going to be traveling through great state of Kansas anytime soon but if you are traveling through there on a Sunday during the football season I would highly recommend you just stop over and follow these guys the Oz chapter and watch a game with them it is a um a time that you will never get back and you will enjoy it immensely. Um, so yeah, it is overreaction Monday. It is a late overreaction Monday show. It's about nine 45, 10 o'clock Eastern. And, uh, you know, you've had a, a day to sort of take in everything. I always like listening to Steve Gill on the dog pound South podcast. His show came on earlier today. Uh, and Steve is the, um, voice of reason and calmness. While I, John, am very re- overreactive, uh, that's part of my my gig. Uh, Steve is the uh, more disciplined uh, contributor here on the Fanatical Elves Network. I would encourage you to listen to his show. But he did start off his show by saying, what a dud. What a dud. And also, he brought up a couple things that I think all Browns fans can agree on. That the Denver Broncos are a very dirty team. Sean Payton is a is a very dirty coach. That's why he got kicked out of the NFL for a whole year. His players are celebrating nasty and brutal hits. I've had this conversation with other people today about well that that hit on DTR wasn't was was fair. It was a, it was a solid hit. No, it wasn't. The guy launched. Go back and watch the replay. Go watch it a thousand times. He launched at DTR. He launched, meaning he took off off the ground, into the air, and rammed him. I don't care if it was his damn shoulder. He ran into DTR's helmet. And what did DTR have? Oh, that's right. A bloodied up everything on his face. Yeah, I'm glad at least the referees in that moment of time threw the flag. Now, I don't know what else the hell they were doing during that game, but they sure as hell weren't helping the Browns out. Just some crazy calls throughout the game. Um, it's it's difficult enough. You got to beat the Denver Broncos. Then you got to beat you know, all these other factors, it's including, including the damn announcers, right? I I mean, how many of you Browns fans have to turn the damn sound off every freaking week because you get these lousy announcers on the TV shows that don't know squat about football and they just spew all their love affair for yesterday was the Denver Broncos. They couldn't say anything 
wrong about the Denver Broncos consistently. Um, you know, just m- time after time after time. Mark Sanchez is a moron when it comes to um, sharing his thoughts on TV broadcasting. How that guy got a job in TV is just, and he's a was a horrible quarterback himself. My God, right? Ugh. So what do we do? We turn the sound down and you try to get the radio broadcast to come on. And then there's that 10, 15 second lag. So you might be hearing the play on the radio first and then see it second on the TV. So it's a little frustrating if you're a Browns fan trying to watch an away game. Home games, I'm there. I got season tickets. We're watching it live. But man, it sucks when you have to listen to these morons who are on the TV uh, announcing crews. Again, part of the overreaction Monday, we are overreacting, acting, or overreacting. That's true. We're also acting. Um, Part of our title here, if you are watching us on YouTube or on Facebook or wherever you follow us, is it says desperation coaching approach never a good idea. And I use the word desperation because our young um, contributor, Sam, down there in Texas, brought that word up a couple times in our post-game show as we described Kevin Stefanski. Now, I've been for Kevin. I've been against Kevin. I've been for Kevin. I think a lot of us can say <laughs> we've done the same thing. And the idea that where we are with Kevin Stefanski, you know, we've built him up. We've had this season where it seemed like that he was making some good calls. And then he threw everybody off again with just a huge mistake late in that game when the Browns were still right in the thick of the game. It was right after the DTR dirty hit by the dirty Denver Broncos. They have to bring P.J. Walker in. Okay, now listen, everybody's messing with P.J. Walker, but the kid, kid can play. He won two games for the Browns earlier this season. So let's give P.J. Walker some credit, earned credit. Anyway, what does Kevin Stefanski do? Oh, he doesn't give P.J. Walker any kind of respect, but he calls for a double reverse on a second and seven, I believe, in that game at the early stages of the fourth quarter. Lord have mercy. That double reverse has not worked all season long, right? Has it worked? Tell me when it's worked. I think it's, we might have gotten positive yardage maybe three times this season. Every game we see that play. And in this case, it was not executed correctly. I get it, all you Kevin Stefanski love affair people, that if the players just executed the damn play, then we wouldn't be talking about this play. And Kevin Stefanski's the greatest coach of all time. And then... Well, let's just stick to this point. We're going to talk about those idiots out there who are always constantly supporting Kevin and think that we're a bunch of morons because we want to question in these big moments what Kevin is actually doing. It was a stupid, stupid play. Just boneheaded. We all know that. What was the outcome of the play? Oh, that's right. We fumbled the ball. They get the ball back. Okay. Well, did Kevin have to run that play in that moment? Why? Why the hell did he run that play in that moment? There's been a lot of chit-chat about how when the Browns were running the ball against 
one of the weakest teams defensively against the run all season long, how Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt were plowing through the Denver Bronco, shredding them with, with their runs. Five, six yards. And yet he goes to a double reverse to a player in Pierre Strong who hadn't really, I think he might have been in one play prior to that moment. And he, we're going to come right back to the whole execution. The The first part, though, before you get into the whole freaking execution argument, is it was a wrong call at the wrong time. It's second and seven. You're at near midfield. You're trailing 17 to 12. That's why we're using the word desperation. Our young colleague, again, Sam, brings this up brilliantly. It's desperation coaching on the part of Kevin Stefanski. And Elliot, Village Elliot, who does his own show of the Oracle Speaks and the Browniacs, also made a very good point that we've talked about here on the Fanatical Elves Network multiple times, and people don't want to talk about it. But it's this whole issue of battling against one another within the team that Kevin doesn't like the fact that someone like Jim Schwartz is the new defensive coordinator is getting a lot of attention. Could Kevin sometimes think that he has to out duel his defense and the highlights that they're getting and the, and the praise they're getting so that Kevin needs to feel that he needs to come up with these razzle dazzle trick themselves plays. I mean, that's kind of what we're seeing. So, Let's get into this final point before we let everybody go. Uh, before we do, let me take a quick break. This is the Fanatical Elves Network, and this is Overreaction Monday. Uh, did you like those commercials? Yeah, I bet you did. So here's the thing on Overreaction Monday. We're talking about that damn play where the razzle-dazzle Kevin Stefanski, Steady Eddie, decided to have his team do a double reverse on a second and seven at midfield that blew up in their faces. The f- ball was fumbled, and from that point forward, it was a disaster. The Browns actually lost 29-12, to 12, never got back in the game. They they were had been right there, maybe could have mounted a comeback. They were within a touchdown. But the Kevin is playing the game like – Again, he's trailing by four touchdowns. When in all these games, he's trailing by no more than 10 points, 14 points. And he goes to the run game early in the game. Goes with it, leaves it, goes with it. And in this moment, it's just stupidity on his part. Now, let's talk about this idea that a lot of these boneheaded writers and people out there that you guys follow on the X and on Twitter and all this stuff, hopefully not us, but all these other folks, (laughs) Oh, these other folks like to throw it back in your faces. When you, when you start criticizing Kevin Stefanski, old good old steady Eddie, what do they always say? And we have already mentioned it already tonight. Execution. If the players just executed the play, then it's Kevin Stefanski is the most brilliant, brilliant coach of all time he should get coach of the year every year because he just calls up the greatest plays in a game every week week in and week out look kevin stefanski i'm giving his due giving him credit he is he's a he's not a bad play caller he's a good play caller okay he's a good play caller but there are too many moments where he decides he's going to take a good moment and then he gets desperate And he starts throwing these damn razzle-dazzle, stupid trick plays that are tricking himself 
and they're tricking his own players and it's confusing these players are like they're not executing the plays because they're they're not good enough to do that and execute them kevin needs to recognize that and kevin needs to just give the hand the ball off to his backs and let his offensive line work their magic and do their thing and create opportunities for his running backs and his team these critics also who are criticizing us and you who are criticizing who because we are criticizing kevin stefanski they always come back and say oh like tonight there was one of them said well we all deserve freddie kitchens what the hell does that mean because what that means is you know what it means you these morons who get out there they throw crap back at you on social media because they think they're more brilliant and better than you they aren't better than you you know that as a browns fan there isn't a browns fan you're a browns fan there isn't another browns fan that's better than you you, you know you want to collectively work together here these browns nuts who write crap and get on social media constantly and try to give all this all their all their coaching moves and all these things that we watch on videos back and forth and see you know what kevin's doing right what the players are doing right and wrong i mean come on they can keep doing their thing and yeah we can learn a thing or two from them but the idea is that some of these guys come back at you and they criticize you when your coach screwed up your your our coach kevin sabansky screwed up we know it as fans it was a terrible decision on that double reverse. Now, there were a lot of other plays, and that one play did not define what, what happened in that game. It was a huge mistake, but there were other opportunities, like the fact that the Browns gave up 14 points to start the game, and their defense flunt, flubbed up that part of the game. But in that moment, yes, Kevin Stefanski screwed up, and it's not because his damn players didn't execute the damn play. It's because Kevin Stefanski, like our young contributor, said, then maybe you shouldn't call that damn play, right? You shouldn't be calling that that play. Yeah. Anyway, all right, folks. There you are. That's the overreaction Monday. We are overreacting. But some of it is pretty damn true, isn't it? Yep. All right, folks. Take care. We had a lot of shows coming up here on the Fanatical Elves Network. We had, tune in back to, um, we had Steve Gill, who just did the Dog Pound South show. Very much more not re overreactive like I am here tonight. We've got the What the Elf with that show coming up with Joel K, the left guard. We've got the Brownie Axe coming up with Joel and Elliot. We've got the Elliot, the Village Elliot shows on the Oracle Speaks. We've got the young man Sam down there in Texas bringing it with the Browns breakdowns. We've got the Browns Blitz coming with Rod Bloom. So tune in to all of that. We look forward to bringing you the best content and the best um, news about the Browns and our opinions, of course, like you heard tonight. Again, take care, everybody. Have a great night. Go Browns. We'll talk more about the Browns playing the Los Angeles Rams later this week, so tune in for all of that. Take care. <laughs>